It's a lovely sunny day here at Lords, but there's a crowd hanging over the England team with Australia needing only six to win the test and take the ashes. The England bowlers need to come up with something pretty special here. And there's young Carruthers. He's taking his run up. Lovely long stride and... <laughs> well, I never. He's released the clowns. I'd just like to express my condolences, Jenny. It were a lovely service. They gave Phil a good send-off. Oh, thanks for coming, Tony. I'm sure Phil would appreciate all his friends being here. No problem. Uh, have you been through Phil's things yet? Not yet. It's, it's a bit soon. Oh, of course, of course, yes, yes. W when you do get round to it, could you keep an eye out for a hedge trimmer? Sorry? Well, Phil borrowed my hedge trimmer a while back and didn't return it. I, I can't talk about hedge trimmers at the moment, Tony. Oh, of course. Sorry. How about the smoothie maker? Or my tin of eggshell blue paint? Then there's Miss Trimmer. I mean, Phil borrowed them all. <laughs> hey, Tone, any luck with that hedge trimmer? Because I've just spotted the Shrek DVD Phil borrowed from me. Yeah, there's my foot spa. Also, my Xbox. My cordless drill. And my George Foreman grill. <laughs> hey, hey, can all of you leave my sister alone? Don't you have any respect? Oh, oh thanks, Trevor. Some people can be so insensitive. Yeah, yeah. They do have a point, though, Jen. Uh, Phil was a bit of a one for keeping stuff. I mean, he borrowed my gold cufflinks and he never gave them back. Phil was buried in those. Oh, Jenny, those cufflinks were antique. Well, there's only one thing for it. Where are we going? I'm going to the shed to get a shovel. Oh, no! If it's got a black handle, that's my shovel. Release the clowns. <laughs> Morning. Good swim. You were tearing up and down like a good un. Well, you know, I, I try and keep fit. It's a good way of waking up in the morning. You were like a cross between a dolphin and the hoff. Sorry? David Hasselhoff. You know, Baywatch, Night Rider, don't hassle the hoff. Oh, right, yes, I know what you mean. Um, uh, would, would you mind not standing so close to me? Ooh, touchy! I'm not being touchy, it's just that it's... A very large room, and you're sort of invading my personal space. Oh, so you don't like me being naked, then? It's got nothing to do with you being naked. It's, it's just that you keep brushing me. Oh, I'll get Lord Mac. I accidentally brush you with my penis, and you start complaining. Might I suggest that if you don't like it, you move away? But I was here first. But I was here first. How, how old are you? <sighs> okay, okay. I'll move. Oh, 
why are you standing next to me? Excuse me, but you did say earlier, and I quote, Get out of my face, you goggle-eyed, large-penised freak. I didn't say that. I'm not quoting you, but that's what the bloke said yesterday. And that's what you meant. I just wanted you to move. And I did. All right. I don't want to get into an argument. You stay here, I'll go back over here, and we'll forget the whole thing. So, friends again? Uh, yes, I suppose so. Good. Can I try your pants on? Release the clowns! Okay, Mr Perkins, I'm just going to examine your prostate. You'll feel a slight discomfort, but nothing to worry about. Oh. Okay. Now, here we go. There we are. Well, Mr Perkins, you'll be pleased to hear that your prostate is healthy. Oh, that's good. And to think... I only came in to get a key cut. Anything else today? Shoe repairs? Trophy engraving? Check your testicles for lumps? That's why Mum's released the clowns. Hey, you wouldn't believe the day I've had. Oh dear, stressful time at work? Yeah, Alicia was off sick so I didn't get a lunch break. Oh dear. Well, I'm just going to go and get changed. Of course. I've been looking forward to our special evening. Should we do cards and presents now or later? You what? What time's the restaurant booked? Restaurant? No, I'm going down to the pub with Dan. Oh my God, you have actually forgotten our anniversary, haven't you? Uh. Oh darling, I've had so much on my plate recently, it just slipped my mind. Oh please forgive your little Robbie Wobbie and let him go to the pub with his mates tonight. Oh pretty please. Oh, alright. You know I can't resist those puppy dog eyes. Oh thank you, Jimmy Wemmy. Don't forget your phone. Uh, hang on, uh, what are these? I, I didn't know you knew Alicia. Wait, don't look at her. Oh, oh my God. I see that you knew Alicia very well. Oh, shit. You utter bastard. How long has this been going on? Uh, I, I know this looks bad, but... but Alicia it... wasn't sick today, was she? She was with you. Oh, Jimmy, Wimmy, Woo, please forgive your little Robbie, Robbie, Poo, Poo. I'm so sorry. I'm just a poor manny one who couldn't help himself and made a little mistakey, Poo, Poo. But it's over now. I ended it. Oh, Rob. When I look at those beautiful eyes, my pain disappears. Do you promise the affair is over? I promise, promise he scouts honour. Robert Cartwright. Uh, anything wrong, officer? Mr Cartwright, were you with an Alicia Harris today? Yes, he was. What's going on? I'm very sorry to say she's dead. Her grisly remains were uncovered this afternoon. Oh, my God! And your DNA and fingerprints are all over the crime scene, Mr Cartwright. Backed up with witness sightings, CCTV evidence... Oh, I, there must be some mistake. Oh, Rob, how could you? Robert Cartwright, I'm arresting you on suspicion of the murder of Alicia Harris. Oh, policey weasy officer, officer, how could you suspect little old me? Oh, 
I can't accuse anyone with puppy dog eyes like that. He's so cute. I'd never do such a terrible naughty thing. Of course you wouldn't. But Gemma would. You should arrest her. There's no evidence, though. Oh, take Gemma away, dear copy poo poo, please. Pretty please, with sugar and sprinkles on top. Right. You're coming with me, Mrs Cartwright. What? You did it, didn't you, Jemmy Wemmy? No, I didn't. <gasps> oh, go on, Jemmy Wemmy Googa. Admit the murdery wordery bull. Oh, you guys. It's a fair cop. <laughs> Release the clowns. No, Mum. I said I'll do it later. Robert Falcon Scott, I am not happy with this attitude of yours. I have asked you half a dozen times to put the bins out. But I'm busy. I'll do it when I'm finished. You're not still packing for your excursion. It's not an excursion, Mother. I'm leading an expedition to the South Pole. Don't you get snarky with me, young man. <sighs> Sorry, but you make it sound like I and my team are going for a ramble to Broadstairs. We're actually going to be pushing the limits of human endurance in the coldest place on Earth. Oh, well, in that case, I'll knit you a nice scarf. No, Mother, that really won't be necessary. Of course it's necessary. If it's going to be nippy, you'll need a scarf. Nippy? It's going to be 60 degrees below zero. Sounds like Swanage last August. Do you remember? Oh, that water was blooming freezing. Mother, it's going to be nothing like Swanage. It's a barren, featureless wasteland which has claimed the hopes and dreams of the toughest men. Sounds like Swanage to me. Anyway, you'll definitely be wanting a scarf and a nice bobble hat. No, no, absolutely no bobble hat. I'm not going down in history as the first man to reach the South Pole wearing a bobble hat. Woolly gloves? No, look, I know you're trying to help, but I've got all the latest in cold weather clothing. A windproof canvas jacket, a balaclava, reindeer skin and senegrass boots. You've got boots made out of grass? They're Eskimo boots that use a special type of grass for insulation. And that's better than wellies and two pairs of socks? Yes, it is. Right. Well, you're the expert, but I'm still going to knit you that scarf. You know how cranky you get when you're cold, and the last thing you need is a draught down the back of your neck. Yes, whatever, Mother. I don't see why you want to go to the South Pole anyway. Sounds like an awful place. We're going to prove that man can master nature. I wish you'd prove that man can master the bins. Now that would be useful to humanity. All right. OK, I'll stop packing for my vitally important mission to the South Pole. I'm putting the bloody bins out. I may be some time. I bet Mrs. Amundsen doesn't have these problems. Release him, clans. Ah, Mr. Russell. Good to see you sitting up and looking well. Oh, M Mr. Palmer, the operation, was it... Uh... I can assure you, Mr. Russell, your procedure was a complete success. Oh, thank God for that. Now, let's get you prepped and straight back into theatre. What? 
I thought you said the procedure was a complete success. Just a precaution. Now, lie still, there's a good chap. Hey, hey, here, what are you doing? Is that a metal detector? Yes. Nothing to worry about. Ha! There it is. What's that? My wedding ring. What the hell is your wedding ring doing in me? It was a particularly tricky procedure, Mr. Russell. Very stressful. And when I'm stressed, I fiddle with the ring. It must have come loose. Well, well, this is outrageous. I think it slipped off while I was digging around for my fidget spinner. Well, fidget spinner? Absolutely. Calms me down, you see, during especially stressful procedures. Well, 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 so I've got a, a ring and a fidget spinner inside me? Nothing to panic about. Well, that's easy for you to say. Find one and we'll find the other. And while we're about it, we'll get that glow stick out, too. A glow stick? You you got a bloody glow stick stuck in me? Well, yes, of course. During particularly stressful procedures to calm myself down, I like to put on some hard house and throw a few shapes. Next thing I know, it's where's that glow stick? Don't fret, though. That'll be easy to find if I just turn this light out and... Ah, yes, there it is. Right below your pancreas. Oh, my God, you're a menace. I'm going to have you struck off. You're getting overexcited, Mr. Russell. Oh, overexcited? I'm bloody furious. We're going to need to calm you down before we go into theatre. Uh, listen, don't, don't you patronise me, young man. Now, where did I put those extremely strong sedatives? <laughs> of course. During that particularly stressful procedure, I was fiddling with the blister pack to calm me down. Nurse, let's get Mr. Russell into theatre ASAP. Release the Clown starred Karen Morton, Casper Michaels, Alex Marion, Phil Whelans, Martin Hyder, Nick Hildred, Phil Nice, Helen Duff, Marco Chu and Holly Meacham. It was written by Alex Marion, Nick Hildred, Karen Morden, Robert Mills, Phil Nice and Martin Hyder. The social media Mandarin is Dan Willis, and the show is produced by Nick Hildred and Alex Marion. Want to keep the laughter going? Then check out some of our friends in the podcast world, like No Phony Podcast Network, Gravity Beard, Gamma Radio, or Two Girls on a Bench. They're all great fun and created by talented podcasters. Go on, have a listen. You know it makes sense. See you in two. Just when you thought it was all over. Here's an outtake. It's a lovely sunny day here at Lords, and uh, there's a cloud, though, over the England team, with Australia needing only six to win the test and take the ashes. The England bowlers need to come up with something really special now, and here's young Carruthers. He started his run up a lovely long stride, and. Oh, well, I never. He's released the clouds. That's brilliant. Oh, it's it's come out and made. What time was that? I could probably run. I could probably do that one more time. I think there was a bit of a flub at the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go for it. It's a lovely sunny day here at Lord, but there's a cloud hanging over this England team with Australia needing only six to win, and ah. 
It's a lovely sunny day here at Lord Lloyd's. So the retakes are more flubby than the original. It's a good job he's retaking that first go, which was flawless. 